Hey, this is David. I'm the host of Real Talk with Ramos, and this is our podcast. Hope this encourages you, hope this empowers you, and this will move you to new levels in your life. We had a very special guest this week. Her name is Maribel. She just came back from South Korea with an amazing study abroad trip from SUFTL, our extension site. And we just got a quick sit down just to talk to her. This is around the time of a video games tournament, so sorry if you hear a lot of stuff happening in the background, but I hope you enjoy. All right, guys, we are rolling. This is David, host of Real Talk with Ramos. Thank you so much for tuning in, guys. I have my very special friend, Maribel, over here. You know, she just came (laughs) back from an amazing mission trip in Korea, impacting the world. And she's also a great friend. I can't wait for you guys to hear her story a little bit. Just some questions we have to talk to her about on the show. Um, she's an amazing girl. She's very insightful, very loving, very caring with people, and also very graceful. I mean, if you see her ever in real life, you know that she's a woman of grace and a woman that walks very freely. So, Maribel, say what's up to all the listeners coming on air. Hello, everyone. Hello. Super, super excited to be on this very nice, awesome podcast with David. There you go. Finally get to be on here. Super excited. <laughs> yes, yes. I'm, again, I'm super excited to get a missionary on the podcast. You know, it's, it's amazing. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we're just going to start in with our first question, Maribel. Sure. Which is what everyone has been talking about. Uh-huh. How was South Korea? Yeah. And did you get a chance to meet Kim Jong-un? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, is this allowed? I know. Um, South Korea was absolutely amazing. Um, there's so many details that couldn't even fit within this podcast to really, really express how awesome it was. Um, but I could break it down in like three things for sure. Um, the experience of studying abroad really um, taught me how to be an adult and <laughs> <laughs> not rely on other people, but to solely just learn how to take transportation around and just be um, just alone, you know, mm-hmm. um, be alone in another country to think about who Maribel is. And it really grew my faith and relationship and trusting in God while being mm-hmm. over there. I did not meet Kim jong un <laughs> Thank God. Oh, Lord. We pray for him, though, that, you know, that maybe North and South Korea could be unified one day. Mm. But that goes into politics, so we're not going <laughs> to we're not gonna keep going into Side that. Side note, real quick. Yeah. Is that something South Koreans, like, um, just a little bit into their culture, is that something sure. they always dream about, the unification one day? Um, it's interesting. The older generation, for sure, want unification. Because um, most of their family is in North mm, Korea. Wow. The younger people, however, um, they're pretty opposed to it because for, for that to happen, North Korea would be submerged with South Korea and there would be totally different. And tensions. For, yeah, tensions. Conflicts. Tensions and conflicts, exactly. Mm. So they're more on the defense of, like, why do we need to be involved? Yeah. Um, not that they don't want them to be saved and, like, have a better lifestyle, but mm-hmm. more of, like, it would be hard to adjust. Mm. So, yeah, there's this conflict between, like, the older generation wanting unification and the younger generation. Okay, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And back into the three things you learned yeah. while you were over there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, and then the third thing was just community. The people there are just so loving. I, I've i made so many deep friendships that it pains me to leave them. Um, they're just so special. They really, really are. 
Very well, special group. We'll try to send you back. Yeah. <laughs> we will try One to send day you I will back. be back soon. So what's something that um a lot of people what's something that kinda hit you left field when you were out there in the missions trip? Something that you never like no textbook could have ever prepared you for. Mm. Nothing like no classroom, no education. Yeah. What's something that you had to like go there to really see and experience for mm. you to be like, Wow, I never knew <laughs> this would be missionary life. Right, right. Yeah. For sure. Um let me think about that for a second. For, well, first of all, to lighten it up, like, food for sure. Uh-huh. I mean, getting, like, my health adjusted from American food to Korean food mm. was complete, was kind of hard mm. to begin with. Um, just health-wise, like, I went to the hospital one day. Wow. Yeah. Um, but that was just because my stomach was just not used to the, the difference between mm. the two. Uh, so, yeah. But something that... No one could ever experience unless they actually were there. Like, no book could teach you. Um, is the culture. Mm. Um, the culture is completely 180 different than American wow. culture. They're all about honor. They're all about nunchi. Uh, nunchi is a Korean slang for, like, feeling the mood. So, mm. for instance, like, Korea, like Americans were very confrontational. Like, yes. if you want someone to sit down, like, you ask them, do you want this chair, or would you like to sit down? Like, in the, in, you don't just... Yeah, so in Korea, Koreans, they don't do that. They're the opposite, almost, because they don't want to burden you. Mm. So it's almost assumed that you are respectful to your higher-ups or to someone who's pregnant, or mm. just the the maturity and honor level is through the roof. Mm. Um, it's very hard to get a job in Korea wow. because they're very about hierarchy. So, David, if you're only a month older than me, you automatically have all authority over me. Really? Um, in a workplace, you're allowed to tell me whatever I want, whatever I could do, you can fire me whenever you want because of your, your age. So um, it's all based on age? Yeah, it's all based on age and your your status. It's all about status and What do you mean age. by status? So like, uh, <laughs> like being up there in the world, like the top tier, like you're so- a manager, you're... Um, your record producer, whatever, you are up there in life. You're so not just, So, over yeah. there, it's a little bit more uh, clear-cut with, like, who the elite class is. Yeah, Middle class sure. and lower class. Yeah, for sure. Even maybe middle, lower, and middle, high class. Mm-hmm. It's more clear-cut than in America to where, like, mm-hmm. we live in, the, we go to a church mm-hmm. to where the person standing to the left of us mm-hmm. may be high class, the person to the right of us may be yeah. low class. Mm-hmm. And we're, like, we can all go to a life group together, we can all have life mm-hmm. together, and in jobs, it's mm-hmm. not like a high class person yeah. can tell us what to do. There's right, policies exactly. and procedures yeah, to protect for us. sure. Anyone okay. would agree, I think, like my Korean friends could agree with this too if they're listening in. Hey! <laughs> hey shout out to them. Hey. Um, yeah, that they would agree, like coming from America and then coming to Korea, it's just, it's completely different. Mm. Um, now, if you're American in Korea, um, I was in Seoul, so that's like the city. Mm-hmm. So they're more understanding of us. Like, we we still have to be in the honor and everything. Yes. Like, we still need to be respectful in the culture. But I think they treat other Koreans more like in the demand of it. Like, mm. you're a Korean, you need to you know need, this. You know what to do. Right, exactly. So for foreigners, there's a little bit of grace I think they give us. Yes. Um, but yeah. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Very... I would like to experience a culture like that. I don't know if I do well. <laughs> it's a you would love the fashion. The fashion is through the roof in Korea. You would I, love I, it. Like my friend, he was uh, mm-hmm. 
And if he's listening now, he probably is. <laughs> he uh, was stationed in CO2 oh, cool. for uh, about like a year. And so his wow. fashion was just for it, though. Right. His fashion, his look, everything. He was all for it. Like, yeah. Everything it is. Like, he he wore suspenders every day. Yeah. Uh, wow. Tight pants. They do uh, wear wow. suspenders. They do. And I'm over here like, oh, wow. Yeah, how do you rock that? I know, right? <laughs> and just a side note, because this is obviously real talk with Ramos. We talk in the most, uh, you know, most... Uh, spontaneous of settings so just so you guys know about like what you guys probably heard in the background Mm -hmm. last show you guys heard about like music because we were in a taco shop (laughs) a very interesting taco shop uh kind of sketchy and it's crazy because it was so close to us um (laughs) but right now we have a video game tournament going on at our very own (laughs) suftl extension site uh this is not the site ex- itself is one of our students hosting it just so a little background information yes it's going on yeah huge side note <laughs> but um maribel how has it um just a another side note uh mm-hmm. question for you sure. how was it fundraising the money to go wow. to uh south korea but i mean it, it's literally all god like yeah, to be honest because really like you raise enough money to buy three car three four five <laughs> cars maybe yeah. um go over there like i don't want to go into like dollar signs but just how mm-hmm. was it um how was it in the practical sense and how was it in the faith sense for sure. you sure well in the faith sense if you don't mind can i say like the testimony of how oh i even my. was able Listen, to this is a real talk with okay. we go real vulnerable <laughs> okay. and get out <laughs> okay awesome then um so yeah actually in i think it was january february march april may June, it was like in May, mm-hmm. um, our church, we go to district council every yeah. year, and a week before district council, I actually, um, was just dreaming with our administrator and our husband, um, Erica and Steven, yeah. and we were just dreaming about Korea and traveling abroad, and I had looked, um, I had looked at this MAPS website, it's like an AG, um, <laughs> MAPS place, bye guys, you can cut this out, right? No? Is this spontaneous? I mean, this is spontaneous. This is spontaneous. We, we don't edit Love stuff. Guys. Love y'all, for real. Again, right. the tournament. Okay. No, right? <laughs> okay, so, so long story short, um, I looked at the MAPS website, and I saw uh, volunteer work in, in, the, in that part of Asia. Mm. Um, and there was so many Japan, there was so many China, and I was like, God, if there's one Korea... Like let me let me go. And out of forty five web links of just Asian countries, um, there's one Korea. Wow. And so I sent my information in and months go by in summer, I'm not getting a reply from the missionary and I'm just confused and I'm like, Okay God, maybe it's not meant to be. But in July, um, I got an I had an opportunity to go to China and the day that, that was rejected um, the missionary from Korea emailed me. Mm. Um, and that was really cool. And I we FaceTimed and without an expectation of even going to Korea right away, um, just in the middle of our conversation, I just felt to ask her, do you have a fall um, internship? She was like, yeah, actually I do. But you would only have like a month to raise. And I said, okay, let's, let's try it. After I prayed a little bit for a week, um, I decided to hop on board. Um, so yeah. It was a little discouraging. Um, my price was seven thousand. I feel comfortable saying that it was seven thousand yeah. um, for three months. Uh, Seoul is not cheap, <laughs> so that was my budget, um, and it was a really good budget to be able to have travel expenses, um, spending for myself, 
food um, and lodging, obviously, wow. to pay rent, living with the missionary. So um, there was moments where I would get a lot of money from people, and then there was moments where I would do a garage sale and make no money yeah. after, like, five hours of being in the heat. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it was a sacrifice that I just trusted God in. Um, mm. Practically, though, um, I, I remember the missionary emailing me um, with, like, two weeks left to raise and she was like, Maribel, I want you to call every single person that you know and not be afraid to ask them, can you support me in any way? Mm. And I did that, and God was faithful in that. Um, and so the night before, we had a surprise party. You guys did a surprise party, which was so kind of you guys. Oh, yes. I hadn't even fully raised any. Like, I had still 1200 Um, the night before I had to leave to raise enough money and... I didn't know what was going to happen, but that night, God provided through someone. He provided the entire rest of the money. Um, so, yeah, and that's that. the process was just really hard, um, but it, it really stretched my faith. Mm. Some days, I was just lacking the faith. I was like, how am I going to raise yeah. $7,000? Um, but I just trusted him in it till the very day, and he provided it. Yeah, so. and even if I could speak into a little bit of yeah, it, sure. um, I'm just hearing one thing that, mm-hmm. you know, obviously it t- it was a huge step for you to go out and do this. Yeah. Um, but it came out of, like, three things, and I, it's so cliche mm-hmm. a lot of times, but I feel like we need to remember, like, like these are the reasons why. Like, we get wrapped up a lot of times in just leadership and mm-hmm. how to lead and everything, but yeah. we, we got to realize that if you're going to lead in the spiritual, if you're going to do things that are supernatural, mm-hmm. you know, you can't lead from the natural. Wow, that's good. And, you know, for that to happen, mm-hmm. I feel like, you know, you need faith. You yeah. need faith. You <laughs> need to be but also... Faith is also something, like, in your heart, but it breeds faithfulness. Mm-hmm. And even though in those garage sales that you had, that you had no money, God saw your faithfulness. Mm-hmm. And he was mm-hmm. like, listen, she's out there in the yeah. heat because summer was hot. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It was so hot. was hot. <laughs> no joke. And she, she, Maribel, this one mm-hmm. did it. This one did mm-hmm. it. And all that faith, you know. Mm-hmm. That faith came from the love, though, too. Yeah, the yeah. love that um, you have for South Korea, that mm. God put that on your heart. Exactly. That you were like, you know, God send me, God send me, right. God send me. And you kept mm. your eyes on something that wasn't even there yet, right, which was right. hope. You had hope in what was to come. Mm. You had the confidence. It was like, God, you will provide. Right. Like, mm. you know, regardless, I'm doing this for you. Yeah. Uh, and I mean, something something also really encouraging for people who are listening, too. Mm-hmm. This really taught me that, like, no matter what people say about your dream. Yes. Um, or no matter how inadequate you feel about something, if God is calling you to do it, he's going to fulfill it. Mm. And so coming in, like, I was doubting about my mission work. I was like, what if I'm not called to go to Korea, God? But him providing showed, like, no, I am your provider. If I call you to do something, I'm going to provide. And it was just confirmation, you know, that... This is on the right track where he wants me to be because I do. There's been times where he'll close the door for me mm-hmm. because he knows I'm not supposed to be there right now. Yeah. Like he closed the door for China for a reason. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, just encouragement to other people like, you know, God is able to provide God, where you're supposed to be. God will open and yeah. he'll close doors. Yeah. And, you know, thank God for that. I mean, because we don't, sometimes we don't know what we're getting into. We just got to know that we're following God in the end of the day. Yeah. Um, you know, Erica said something really good at mm-hmm. uh, Chapel, and this mm-hmm. is the third podcast in a row. I'm 
<laughs> so, but just what she says is so good. Um, mm. She said, you know, our calling isn't just for us. It's about, like, the kingdom. It's about other exactly. people. It's about right. God. Is there anything that you did in South Korea or any time that you had to learn that, you know, this isn't just for me. This is, like, for mm. God. Anything oh, yeah. that got you through some times you want to share? Oh, yeah. I mean, most of the time was that, um, you know, it, it, it's a little sensitive information, but I'll be very, um, like, surface level with it because okay. it's sensitive involving North Koreans yeah um, I had an amazing opportunity to even um, just speak to North Koreans mm. and um, the love of Jesus just poured out on them and that really meant a lot to me mm. um, that I had that amazing opportunity and and even with foreigners in Korea um, I think it's the people mm. the people is what made me realize that this isn't about me at all yeah um, God used my past and my testimony about just certain things like depression and, and family and just so many things that I've been through to be able to speak to people in Korea who are going mm. through the same thing. Um, and I think it was also a really good um, eye-opener that no matter what we look like, no matter yeah. our differences or where we live, we're all going through human things. So true. And for God to be able to use my testimony and, and biblical foundation, because, you know, we need the word. Yes. We can't just speak from experience. We need the word. Mm -hmm. God was able to give me some word of wisdom to be able to connect it to their situation. And it was all worth it because of that. I, yeah. they, some of them were able to express to me, like, you know, if you came to Korea, like, this is why. Mm. Like, you really touched so me. Good. And I'm so That's grateful. so powerful. I am. God. Like, it's that, great. That, it, it's just amazing because, like, mm -hmm. the strength about you, Maribel, mm -hmm. is that you don't just preach to people. You relate to them. And yeah. I think that's something that is mi missing a lot of times mm -hmm. in culture. Mm -hmm. Even in, like, uh, some work, people think that to run a church, you got to be able to preach. Mm -hmm. um, preaching is less than 5% of the equation right. most of it's relating it's relationship well, yeah. relationship is not preaching so it's relating and I feel like that's kind of like why like God has allowed you to be in the situation you are mm. and missions and mm. everything that's why God has strategically placed you because he's placing you like people who are in a dark path people who mm. ha don't have a lighthouse people who are on a dark island they don't need somebody they don't like they don't need somebody preaching at them. They lost hope. Wow. They they lost hope. Yeah. They need someone to relate with them. It's so true. Because like, when you lose hope, it's dark. Mm. Like just you, if you see the light, you're gonna close your eyes. You're gonna be blind. You need someone to hold your hand. Wow, that's and really for, good. For someone to walk you into that light. That's true. Um, but yeah, this is you know, I, once in a while I like speaking <laughs> into <laughs> the podcast once in a while. But stone uh, a little fire. <laughs> just, uh, Hallelujah. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, what's it? Uh, <laughs> let me go into uh, some other stuff, though. Sure, um, sure. Anything you want to encourage, because uh, most of our viewers is college age. Um, hey. Anything you want to say to, like, someone out there who is, like, I, I talked to Yamia about mm -hmm. this, and we went we went deep into this. So I think okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk about this earlier on the podcast <laughs> okay. so we don't run out of time. <laughs> okay. Uh, what would you say to people who are dialing their call? Mm, wow. Man. All right, guys, we're starting to wrap up, so okay. just make sure you have all your stuff. Uh -huh. um, so we're, we're going to start cleaning, we started thinning up a little bit, but just letting you guys know. Okay. So we have to make sure everyone's at the building before we check every door and see if it's locked. Okay. Okay. Um, Brandon, yeah. just text me um, whenever, like, five more minutes or five, all right. Okay. Um, doubting or calling. Wow. 
you know, I think uh, I think it's so cool how God gives us dreams. Mm-hmm. Um, in my freshman year of SU, I'm in my fourth year now. Yeah. yeah. Hey. All you college students, it's possible. <laughs> there you go. Um, my freshman year of high school, um, I had big dreams. Uh, God was showing me me traveling and um, ministering to thousands of people. This is not tying myself up at all. It's mm, just God no. gives us big dreams yes. sometimes, and it's like, how am I supposed to do that, God? I'm not even inadequate or fulfilled. Sometimes, even in that moment of time, I know it wasn't totally aligned with God. Like, I was distracted. I was doing my own thing, even though I was in school. But God honored, um, God honored the dream that he gave me, and... So during that time, honestly, it was the the three things that I think really helped was obedience, mm. um, trusting him, mm. and uh, having having that faith that moves mountains. Um, oh, really, so really pouring into myself um, with the Bible and prayer time. Those things really um, grew and shaped me and prepared me for this calling on mm. my life. Um, and having faith, I mean, you just got to trust God. Um, sometimes we, we think logically, or sometimes we think we have our own plan, like, okay, God, I'm going to do four years. I'm going to get on a plane one day, blah, blah, or like, God, I'm going to be a minister. God, I'm going to be a worship pastor. This is how I'm going to do it. You got to be careful because God will, will totally change that for the sake of you being in alignment with him. And so sometimes being pressed, um, hurts. Mm-hmm. But the pressing is supposed to shape you for that moment. Oh, so yes. it's not that God's yeah. taking you away from the calling on your life. He's trying to prepare you for it. Yes. He's trying to launch you for it. So it's just so important um, for everyone who's listening right now yes. to realize, like, even if you don't know what your calling is, having a faith to know that God sees value in you, mm-hmm. I mean, keep pouring yourself into the Bible and the Word and having the right people around you, and I promise God is going to reveal to you your calling and your purpose and everything. He just wants good things for you. Good things. He, he wants, wants good things, things and big good things. things. Good things, friend. Good <laughs> things. Uh, but, <laughs> but in all honesty, too, I love um, how you're saying about, like, don't be so logical in a way. Yeah, because, yeah, yeah. like, I was thinking one day and, like, if anybody, like, is around me long enough, they know that I love to think. Um <laughs> I'm <laughs> not even just a base. I just like yeah. thinking. I like questioning like myself, like mm. what well, I believe a lot of times. Just yeah. you know, I but um with that I would say this. I was thinking one day and I was like, you know, with the way the Bible is, it's neither logical or feeling based or sensitive. Mm, right. Because what's so what feels so good about a man getting beaten for us to be able to reach heaven. What's mm. good? What's so? What feels good about that part? Yeah. A perfect man dying in our place. Mm. And where's the logical part about the whole universe being spoken into existence? Right. There, there's no logic. The mm. Bible does not breed logic or feeling. Yeah. It breeds God. And I feel like that's where um, <coughs> that's where the seven thousand dollars was raised from. It wasn't raised right. from logic yeah. or that. And if <laughs> no we, way. If we think that our lives, if we think our calling is going to be based on logic, mm. then you haven't even picked up the phone. So uh, good. It, you just like you give yourself a reason to think you're mm. in- insignificant right. and that's where a lot of people are depression anxiety mm-hmm. and all this because then you're either wrapped up in feelings or you're wrapped up in logic and right. you're out of god right um anytime that you have fear it's because you're not trusting god in the moment oh my gosh and um i think yeah 
I and there's a time and a place for logic, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Like there was logistics. Yeah. Um, the pastor's assistant, like she helped me through um, processing my application. She helped me through um, through the logistics. Like, okay, Maribel, you need enough money for this. The logistics stuff was there, but it was the faith ultimately that catapults us, mm. that gets you to where you need to be. Um, so there's a time and a place for logic, but not not basing your whole stance on that because God is just mysterious. He's bigger it than is. that. It is. Yeah. It's, it's that um is that logic tells you where to get the where to get the wood and the mm. feelings tell you where to put it. Yeah. And but that faith is what creates the fire. Right, um, right. At the end of the day. Mm-hmm. So um Maribel, what are some things that in your life, mm-hmm. um, going to, from Korea and even just being an SUFTR as a student, what are some like hard, like if you don't, depend on how hard you want to go to, sure. hard lessons you had to learn mm. um, in your time here. So, from, like, being in Korea or being back? Or, like, just here in general? You can go general? both. Okay, okay, both. okay. Um, well, being in SU, um, it's definitely been a growing experience. Mm-hmm. Um, I am not the same person I was. You are not. My Neither freshman year, sophomore year, junior. Both of us are not. <laughs> Let's high five to that. Oh, amen. Hey, amen. there's your ASMR. Hey. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I think being in SU, um, it's a process just like being on any other campus. Being in a, a relationship with God your whole life is a process. Um, Pastor Nadine, someone who I look up to very highly in our church, she is just a giant slayer, right? Oh, yeah. But she looked at me in the eyes one day, and she was like, Maribel, God is constantly taking off layers of me every day. And I was like, what? You're the most saved out of all of us. How is God still taking layers off of you? That's powerful. Yeah. She made me realize that every single day is a step, and it's a process. And so, um, so SU has taught me that, has grown me that every day is a step. Um, but it's encouraged me, um, to believe in my dreams and believe that I'm capable in doing things and, um, having a future in ministry. Um, in Korea, um, coming back, adjusting has been a little bit hard. Mm -hmm. Um, I definitely miss Korea. I miss everyone, the people, um, but it feels good really, um, continuing to share what happened and glory, glorifying God here in America. And something really cool that God um, gave me a revelation about was that um, home is not Florida, mm. home is not Korea, mm. home is not Puerto Rico, mm. home is not Colombia. That's so good. Home is wherever the presence of the Lord is. Oh my gosh. And, <laughs> and it's so true. It sounds cliche, but it's so true because being in another country alone with Him. And coming back here, it's like, wow, you have never left me, God. Wow. You truly have never left me. And that's a seed that everyone needs to hold in their heart and nourish about. Um, nourish it with the word, believing the truth that God is truly never going to leave you or forsake mm, you. Um, so being in SU and getting out of the crap <laughs> that's yeah. just life um, and having that in me for the rest of my life is so good. Um, Romans eight eighteen is my favorite verse. And it says, um, for the, for, um, oh God, I almost said for the plans I know I have for you. <laughs> that's not the verse. That's not it. Um, for the present suffering that we're feeling now can't compare to the glory that God's going to reveal one day. Mm. Um, and I just, I've seen that true. I've tasted and seen that. And 
truly like wow. no matter what I'm facing today or tomorrow or in SU or outside of SU or when I become a missionary or when I come faster I don't know what God is going to do but even in the suffering there's this promise of heaven one day there's this promise of little joy in sprats of my next days to come mm-hmm. um, so yeah you know um, what you said about the tasting the scene yeah. uh, C.S. Lewis one of uh, multiple people's favorite authors, one of my favorite authors, mm-hmm. the, I'm the only person who acts on it, it looks <laughs> okay. like it, because I have it books, so okay. anybody out there want to compete, right. we can go at it. Tell me about but, these books. <laughs> <laughs> um, one of my favorite is Abolition of Man, mm-hmm. and he talks about paradox, um, oh, that you cool. kind of talk about the taste and see. Yes. It's crazy, because there's a paradox with the relationship with God, um, wow. that every time um, you crave after God, he will give you more to taste and see, and that will cause you to crave more after God. And the more you crave after God, mm. the more he'll give you to taste and see, and it'll just keep going back and forth, wow. back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, That's back and crazy. forth, back and forth, into like... A ne- like a truly a never ending cycle and I think that's why Paul said I have tasted and seen mm. um, and after that it's like what you said before a catapult mm. you're just being catapulted yeah. and catapulted <laughs> and catapulted and it's, so it's a cycle and you just have to take that drive because a lot of times like the, like the world will give us two vehicles to drive one mm. going into a different lane and one going into God's lane right. and that thing and, it's, and, and we'll pick the other thing and I even talked to one of my friends he's gonna kill me but like <laughs> he knows that like this is real talk I'm not even gonna name him but like mm-hmm. sometimes our guilt can get the better of us mm-hmm. and what we said with calling you have to know that God wants big things big good things good things <laughs> for your life yeah. uh, he does because if not if you forget that, and you forget that our God is wants wants you to be good, Maribel. He mm. wants to send you. Mm. He wants you to do great things for Him. He wants you to do great things. Right. Just period, because He knows your hearts for Him. Mm. And I feel like sometimes we forget that, and then we think that you know God is just a God of punishment wow. and a God of wrath. Yeah. We forget about Jesus sometimes, Jesus. and then yeah. we just forget about that other seat that God has called us to a different lane, our own lane, our own calling. Instead, we take the car with no tires, Mm. flat on bricks and everything. Mm. And I feel that, like, you just have to realize that God is for you. I mean, we all know the parable of the parable of the man of the ten talents the five talents and the yeah. one talent two talents mm-hmm. um i maybe know two talents but i know one talent <laughs> for sure what i love in that parable that maybe not a lot of people may catch mm-hmm. is that what it showed to the man with the one talent who wasted his talent is that his response he was like master i thought you wanted me to keep this right he had no faith in his master that his master was a master of forgiveness his wow. master was a master of grace his master was a master that would multiply. Mm. It wasn't just like investing. It was where's the faith? Wow. Where's the faith in him? Where, what what type of master do you think you're serving? I feel like sometimes we get lost in that. You weren't serving. You were serving a logical master. Right. You weren't serving God. Wow. Um, and I feel like sometimes we can get lost in that. That's but so um, Maribel, just um, well, we got a couple minutes left. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't get my text from Brandon, so real quick. <laughs> um, do I have permission to get uh well I'm just gonna ask the question. Okay. Um, <laughs> Shoot. And if you wanna talk about on this podcast, uh please do it. If not, it's all right. With um okay. 
You have been through a lot in life. Yeah. A lot in life. <laughs> what would you say to our um, listeners? Uh, college is full of anxiety. Mm. College is full of a lot of people with depression. A lot mm. of people going through some hard stuff, facing, trying to make some decisions for themselves that shouldn't be in, that isn't in their hands of yeah. life and death. Mm. Um, what would you say to those um, those people out there and how, like, you're not even just... Of course, you're a testimony of someone who done great things for God in South Korea. But just if you know, like, a little bit more about Maribel, you know that it's like just where God had brought her. Yeah. It's um, it's it's crazy. Mm. It's crazy. But yeah. if you want to speak a little bit on that. Yeah, I would love to. Um, yeah, and to give the viewers a little background about me, just really short. Um. In high school, in my junior year and senior year, I was extremely depressed. Um, and I was still going to youth group every Wednesday or tried every Wednesday mm-hmm. when I felt like it. Um, but every other day, like, I was physically abusing myself. I was cutting mm-hmm. myself. Um, and it just got to that point where I, I just didn't want to live. Like, I mm-hmm. knew about Jesus. I knew, but I didn't have the relationship yet. And um, once once I gave my life to the Lord, completely surrendering all of that in my senior year graduating, um, I still dealt with anxiety and depression. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is me being vulnerable, um, on, rec- on record. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, oh, in, yeah. in Korea, like I had major anxiety, mm-hmm. um, and Pastor Yoon actually of Yoido English Ministry, um, he preached that same Sunday after me, something had happened from, something was happening in the States, um, that I couldn't control from Korea mm. and I was having major anxiety and that that Sunday Pastor Yoon preached about a train and how our train is anxiety and fear and control and God's train is is trust and him having control mm. it's like God's the opposite he works the opposite mm. like when we have anxiety it's because little do we know we're trying to have control over something mm. And so I just encourage, like, the people listening, if you're dealing with anxiety, maybe a applicable thing, because mm-hmm. we can pray about it. It's good to pray. It's good. Yes. It's good. But, I mean, speaking from experience, like, I'm in leadership. I'm doing things for God, and I still have anxiety. Mm-hmm. So the application is I'm trying to have control in something that I don't need. Like, mm. I can trust God wow. in this, and so that's good. what takes away my anxiety. That's so good. Yeah, that's Pastor so Yoon, he's got it. You should watch his live streams. <laughs> Yo, that, you don't even need <laughs> to have major anxiety for that. That's good. Yeah. Like, even someone like me, like, mm-hmm. I face anxiety, like, um, modestly from time to time, <coughs> but that's just so good. Yeah. Say that one more time. <laughs> no, say that one more time. <laughs> say it again. Yeah, so, like, again, like, just um, not... Not when you're feeling anxiety about something, think about that moment. Like, am I trying to have control over something and give it to God completely? Um, with depression, um, you know, the, I, I trust God with my life. Um, it's just, sometimes it's just easy to remember things, to remember the past, and to remember the hurts, and to remember, or, or maybe have lies in my head that I'm not good enough, or I can't do this, or I'm failing my classes, or. I'm never going to be in a relationship or I'm never going to have a good friendship. I'm never going to have this blah, 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 blah. Those cause roots of sadness mm. and depression. Um, but again, like giving it to God and dying to myself, mm. it's kind of what I'm doing right now in my season. Like God, 
everything that I desire using my fingers in quotations, everything mm-hmm. that I think I need mm-hmm. is actually in reality nothing that I need. In God, mm-hmm. I have everything. Wow. And once I face that, God has given me everything. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I wasn't expecting to go to Korea. I wasn't expecting to change people's lives. Like, this was not... This was not my plan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> my plan was, I'm going to have a boyfriend one day. I'm going to get married. I'm going to be a pastor one day. I'm going to be in youth, blah, blah, All these crazy, d- stupid things that God was <laughs> like, no, actually, I'm going to use you for my glory. Mm. It's not about you. Yeah. I still love yeah. you, but it's not about you. And so that's what, yeah. Mm. Brandon saying to wrap it up. <laughs> Alright, uh, yeah. but yeah, that that's just amazing, um, you know, wrapping up now, you know, I just, mm-hmm. you know, Maribel, like, uh, go back, go way back to when I yeah. first came into this program. Uh, <laughs> it was like two years ago? Yeah, wow. um, that was, I, I, you were, you were the, um, you were in this program for a year before me, right? Yeah, I've been here, yeah, three and a half years. Was that like a huge culture shift when I came? With me, I um, came with David, Caleb, Brandon. Yeah, you were pretty hyped. You made yeah. you made SU a little bit more hyped. Hey, <laughs> not gonna hey, lie. Even though trying. we had a weird friendship in the Yo, beginning. Yo, <laughs> bruh. Okay, so <laughs> we gotta wrap it up, boy. Yo, I don't know if I should say something incriminating to myself. I oh will. Oh my gosh, no. Oh. <laughs> Listen, David is amazing like David has been always been such a connector but David I've seen your growth like Mm. man if I can just encourage you for a second I like looking at you now and um, especially from our meeting today and just like seeing you just flourish and who David is and not what other people may Mm -hmm. you know make you out to be or or knew you from your past I don't know you are not that person Mm -hmm. you're an incredible humble man of God and I'm just so excited that you're doing this like just seeing the fruit of it I'm really excited yo I'm just excited for (laughs) who this is gonna reach yo I'm just like because sometimes like and you know this is still airing and recording and we got like two minutes left but like in all honesty, you know, I'm think I think about like those people in the college dorm rooms that like, mm. you know, they just see this and they're like, oh, let me let me listen to this, or they listen to this on the car ride and they recommend it to a friend that might need it. Because um, wow. in all honesty, I'm not like the biggest like if someone is listening to this and mm-hmm. they just found this on spot on Spotify, iTunes, or mm-hmm. SoundCloud, and they really are like. Um, need that fresh boost. They need someone to like relate to them. We're here, mm. but at the same time, like share this with a friend. Yeah. Um, because to be honest, not every like I think a good half of po- students listen to podcasts, but it ain't the most <laughs> yeah. popular thing. So share this with a friend, cause um, uh, the goal and the vision of this isn't to like preach at anybody. Right. I, no, not at all. I, I I'm kind of like to be honest. I'm tired of like. Now, they have been doing great things for God's kingdom, celebrity pastors and motivational speakers. Sure. But, like, we got to think about the second commandment. Mm-hmm. Love God, but also love your neighbor love as yourself. Your and we got to relate to people. The church yeah. has to relate to people. We have to link. We have to love and we have to live. Yeah, it's true. Um, we're a family, you know? We are. Like, we were never meant to do things alone. And we weren't. If God has to use social media, like, 
he'll use it. He will. He will. Yeah. Oh, Maribel, it has <laughs> been fun. It's been so good. It's been a great. Thank you for uh, having shout me. Shout out to uh, Maribel, my special guest. Shout Woo. out to my production management crew, Mirage, uh, Mark hey. Productions. Um, appreciate you and everything y'all do. Uh, shout out SUFTL. Shout out Erica and her uh, amazing podcast she got going on. Erica and Stephen D. Mm. Um, shout out, shout out, shout out, Butter P. Um, and her <laughs> podcast. Shout out to Koreans. Shout out to Koreans. If you're Korean watching this. Yeah, for real. Um, is there something Koreans would say to each other? Um, <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I sound like you guys were going to something <laughs> else. I'm like, is that is that the first sent part oh, sentence? Oh, oh, uh, pegopa hatida. Okay, if you're in Korea, <laughs> I'm gonna put all the Korean hashtags. We gonna get some Koreans listening hey. to this. All right, y'all have a blessed time. Y'all have a great one. Um, really appreciate y'all, mm. and I really appreciate you, Maribel. All I right, really appreciate being here. <laughs> David, logging out.